0: We have entered week two of the Grow 3 series and we are continuously called to reflect on grace and truth. And last time I had shared in the the homily that grace is God abiding in us and the truth is that God is coming. So when we look at it this way, both go hand in hand, okay, and this is just a summary of what we were talking about last Sunday. And it is to realize that both are needed in our lives. In today's gospel, there is a lot about preparation. We are called to prepare ourselves. There's a lot about repent for the sake of Christ coming. And what is repentance? Very often we look at repentance as remorse, feeling sorry, feeling the type, the type of like, you know, feeling bad for our sins, etc. But that is not how the Bible really looks at it, especially the gospels. Repentance means transformation. Transformation. It is to try to find ways in which you transform your whole self in order to be ready when Christ comes. And therefore, when we talk about preparation and repentance, all that happens based on one thing and one thing only, which is the relationship that we would share with God. And sometimes we need to ask ourselves, who is Jesus to me in my life and what is my relationship with him? And to explain this further, let me give you an analogy. Imagine you are invited for a wedding. Now, the relationship you have with that person will tell you how much you would prepare for it. If it is just a colleague from office, most likely you would just get ready on the day of the wedding or maybe just before you have to reach the church or whichever place they're getting married, the reception, and you would go for it. If it is a close friend, I doubt the preparation will only be on that day. There's a high chance you may even start the preparation a week before because you want to be part of that person's preparation. You want to be part of that celebration because that person means so much to you. And if you would do this with a close friend, imagine if it's a family member getting married. It's like the day they announced they're getting married itself becomes the preparation. There's a lot of excitement because all want to be part of that because that person means so much to them that they want to prepare themselves and make sure everything is wonderful so that that person can have a memorable event on that day. And that is the same with all of us. It is a call to see what is my relationship with God because that will determine how enthusiastic we're going to be about our preparation. And one thing we have to realize is Advent is an active waiting. Like the same thing with regard to that analogy that I've given you, yes they know that the wedding is going to come on a particular day but they are actively involved in it. There's a lot of preparation going on and that's the same thing with Advent. We're not just waiting for Christmas, we are allowing ourselves to prepare ourselves in order to receive Christ when he comes and therefore when we look at it as the theme of today is grace in the, in the midst of a crisis and it's kind of goes hand in hand with the theme of the second Sunday of Advent, which is being peace, or being at peace with oneself. And therefore, to achieve peace, we require two things. We need to basically be able to make a choice, and we need to plan. What do I mean by choices? A story that I came across years ago, and I've used it very often for myself, and also shared it with others at seminars and retreats, it is an internet story, so it's technically not true, but it's one of those life lesson stories. And it was the story about this man named Joe, who was a bartender. And everybody who was in his company was always happy. He always found a way to make people happy and he was always happy himself. And one day, his bar was broken into, two and some of the thieves came in and they not only stole things from the bar, but they also left him battered and bruised. So he was in the hospital in you know, bandages and kind of casts. And yet when people came to meet him, because they all loved him so much, he was always finding a way to make them happy. He was laughing, he was cracking jokes, and making sure everybody who was around him was also happy. And they asked him, they said, Joe, this doesn't make sense. How can you be so happy? How can you be so happy all the time, especially in a crisis like this when things are so difficult for you and I know and we know that you are in pain? And he says, my philosophy is very simple. Every day when I get up and when I'm washing my face and I see myself in the mirror, I tell myself, Joe, you have the choice to allow somebody or something to affect you. And he says, every day, that's the choice I make. So in order for us to be at peace with ourselves, we need to learn to make choices. We choose to either be disturbed or we can choose to be at peace. The choice is always in our hands, and that is the gift that we have received from God. And therefore, the other thing is planning. So I would like to go into the preparation part a little more before I speak about the last part of being a messenger for Christ. Is there are two ways we normally can enjoy this or learn to be peaceful in the midst of a crisis? and allow grace to abide in us, okay? The reason why Jesus was always at war with the Pharisees is not because of what they were doing and the way they were. It is that they were not connecting with the God within. They were not connecting with that power that lied within them, and therefore, they were always trying to be very superfluous in the way they were preaching the law. And Jesus wanted them to connect with the God within because from that, everything just flows. And that's why he says brood of vipers, or he says you're like whitewashed tombs, but a lot of dirt inside. And therefore, when we talk about planning, there are two ways we do this. One is sitting in prayer. Because in a crisis, when we are disturbed, there's too many things happening at one time, and we really don't know how to put things in perspective. So planning sometimes is, by sitting in prayer, we are able to at least talk to God. Share this with a person who is so close to us because he is the only person we can allow ourselves to trust and allow ourselves to be vulnerable with. And the relationship depends a lot on how you would talk to him. Sometimes you need to just unwind and unburden everything that's happening within. And sometimes that helps us release things from within and it allows us to be at peace. Another thing is planning with regard to our journal. When we find ways to write things out, and it comes from my own experience for sure, is there's a lot of things that we bring on to a paper and it gives us a certain picture of where things are and what needs to be done. And that automatically brings peace in our lives. When we bring everything on a piece of paper and we realize, okay, fine, this is my struggle, this is what I'm afraid of, this is what I'm anxious of, etc., you get a better picture. And when you get a better picture, you're able to plan better. And when, by planning better, automatically you are at peace. And the important thing about doing all this is that it helps us be messengers for God, which is what the second part of the gospel is all about. It is to be messengers for Christ. And that's what Advent does. That's the most beautiful thing of Advent. Not only is it a call to prepare ourselves, to transform ourselves, to repent, but the very virtue of trying to do this, making the efforts to try to be better, automatically leads us to becoming messengers of God. Because in that journey of preparation... We are changing and transforming ourselves, and by transforming ourselves, we are automatically doing that as an example to others who also want to do that for themselves and will be influenced. And therefore, that's the call we have for today, which is simply to be able to get in touch with the God within, to, uh, to get in touch with the God that abides in us and allow ourselves to make the choice to always be at peace with ourselves and with others, knowing that God is always with us And He's there to guide us and to give us the courage to say yes to everything in life. And therefore, the peace that lies within is what I would like to end with a quote. And it's simply that in the midst of life's struggles, we all have the ability to stand at the center of our own peace. And that peace, my dear friends, is the God within. Amen.